Um, so we just going to go out there and play basketball and win. And win? Yeah. And how many games? Six. We're going to win in six. Welcome back to the Bucks and Six podcast. I'm your host, Michael Correo, also known as Bucks House on Instagram, your number one source for all things Milwaukee Bucks, coming to you live from the podcasting world every Wednesday and every Saturday night. So since the last time we spoke, I don't think it was decided yet, but the Bucks end up facing Chicago in the playoffs. It's kind of everyone's ideal scenario. The Bucks are on the opposite trajectory since the All-Star break than Chicago is. Milwaukee is 15-7, and seven, and Chicago, I believe, is 8-15 and 15 since the All-Star break. We all know the situation where Chicago can't beat top teams. The Bucks swept the season series versus Chicago. All kind of had a different feel to them. Some were close, some were big victories, but all in all, pretty easy wins for the Bucks. Game 1 is tomorrow, Sunday, April 17th at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. I'll be in attendance, so hopefully we can get the win. What I'm looking for in this series is how well the Bucks can come out tomorrow night. We've had our struggles with Game 1s in the past. We're 3-7 and seven in Game 1s in the Boonholzer era. Last year's finals run, the only Game 1 we won was the first round matchup versus the Heat. And even then, it took a game-winning shot by Chris Middleton in overtime to get the victory. That game was a sloppy mess. There was a lot of missed shots, but luckily we were able to get the win. But then we lost to Brooklyn, Atlanta, and Phoenix in those game ones. I think part of that is due to having an extended break. We don't really play too well after long periods of rest. We're kind of out of our rhythm. And I think if there's a game Chicago could win in this series, it's game one. Another thing I look for is can the Bucks prevent a hot shooting night from the Bulls? And if Chicago gets hot, how will the Bucks handle it? We should know this by now. The Bucks are going to allow wide open threes we're second in the league in giving up the most wide open threes we've seen it for a while now with Mike Budenholzer as the head coach we prioritize rim protection so Chicago will get these open looks Chicago has fallen off a clip from all aspects since the all-star break but one in particular is their three-point shooting they were second in the NBA pre-all-star break in three-point percentage hitting 38 percent from deep but they were just 23rd in the NBA post all-star break at just under 35%. But if Chicago's able to get back to where they were at the beginning of the season, they could present a tough challenge in one of these games, and it's something that certainly has the potential to win them a game in this series. It just depends on how the Bucks respond. One game that comes to mind is when Utah hit 10 threes in the first quarter. They only had a two-point lead in that game. The Bucks eventually got their first win in Utah in over 20 years, so we'll see if they have enough to respond should Chicago get hot. Another interesting aspect is will Levine and DeRozan be able to provide enough of a punch to put some pressure on the Bucks? Levine only played in two of the games versus the Bucks so far. We know what DeRozan is capable of. We know what Levine is capable of. Levine played pretty well in the second matchup of the season. He had 30 on 13 for 26. Levine played pretty well in the second matchup. He had 30 on 13 for 26, but DeMar was only 11 for 30. And more importantly, he was 9 for 27 on twos for 29 points. We know he's a killer from the mid-range, and shooting 9 for 27 was uncharacteristic for him. The third game of the season, DeRozan shot under 44%, Levine shot under 38%, both had 21, which is below their season averages. So certainly in the games where Levine and DeRozan played the Bucks this season, they haven't had too much success, so we'll see if they're able to strike something in the playoffs. 
It's a small sample size on Levine's end, but he's averaged 30 points per game in five games without DeRozan, compared to 24 points per game in 62 games with DeRozan. DeMar averaged 26.5 with Levine in the game and was all the way up to 34 points per game in the 14 games without Levine. So we'll see if they can be a dynamic duo in this series. We certainly haven't seen a ton of that this season, but who knows, maybe they strike some luck in that category. One key to containing DeRozan, whether we have Wes on him or Drew on him, is defending him without fouling. He had 18 free throw attempts in the first matchup, but was not able to get over 8 attempts in any of the last 3 games they played against each other. Coach Bud likes to preach about defending without fouling, so we'll see if we're able to keep that up in the playoffs. The last little note I have here is, can the Bucks contain Vucevic to prevent him from going off like he did in 2020? Now, of course, a lot has changed for Vucevic in those two years. He's not the number one guy anymore, so we probably won't see him average 22 shots per game in this series, but he's still got the ability to hurt the Bucks if he's as efficient as he was a few years ago. He averaged 28 points per game on 50% from the field, 41% from three on nine attempts per game. He was really just dominant in that series, and the main reason Orlando was able to scratch out that game one victory in the bubble, he had 35, 14, and four in that game. So we'll see if he's able to at least get close to what he was at. I wouldn't guess so, but if he does, that certainly presents a problem for the Bucks. I know Tristan Thompson challenged him to be the best big man in the series. I don't know, that scares me a little bit, so we'll just see what happens with that. I really want to say the Bucks will sweep here, and they easily could, but I'm going to be a gentleman. I'm going to say we're going to win this one in five. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. I just see our depth as something that they can't really overcome. We obviously know they don't beat good teams, and the Bucks are a very good team. I listed reasons where they could certainly scrape away with a win here. I'm sure they will at some point. I'm sure they'll have a hot shooting night one night. But a lot of people will say they're not concerned with this series, and I'm going to have to agree with them here. It'll be a nice warm-up to whoever we play next in the second round. So we'll see what happens with Brooklyn versus Boston. Either way, I think we can beat them, but at least we'll be warmed up as we head into round two. That'll do it for tonight's episode. Feel free to hit me with any feedback, and I'll see you on Wednesday.